this uh, night tonight, Father. Uh, I pray that everybody will have um, soft hearts, uh, open ears tonight, God, uh, concentrated minds tonight to hear uh, this message, God. Uh, they know that they can rely on you, God, that you're real and that you're really for us and that you really did send your son to the earth, God, to, to, to live a perfect life and die a sinner's death all for us, God. And this is real. It's significant. It's not just some old thing that happened. It's real. And that this is, is, this is significant for today, God, because you're the same as you were yesterday, that you are today, that you're going to be tomorrow, God, and you're in control. You're amazing. So I just pray and I welcome you into this room I ask for the Holy Spirit to be present with us tonight. Keep us concentrated, and we love you. Thank you so much for everybody here. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hey, guys. So we've been gone for two weeks. Me and my wife, Valerie, we went to Washington State, not D.C. If you say D.C., I'll slap you, because who would drive all the way to D.C.? That's so far. That's way too far. So we went to Washington State. We drove, and it was like 9 million hours. It took forever. So me and Valerie, we are coming up on our three-year anniversary of being married. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. So when I, met, when I met Valerie, she's like, so do you like camping? And I was like, yeah, I love camping. She goes, cool. Do you like backpacking? And I'm all, I mean, wait, what? Isn't that just camping with like a backpack on? And not much difference, right? No, it's a huge difference. Dude, it's huge difference. So I spent about $10 million at REI. <laughs> Literally $10 million. I spent a bunch of money at REI and got all ready to go. And I ended up exchanging like everything because I got all the wrong stuff. And I found out that I'm like a weakling sometimes and I need like a thicker bed pad thing. And Valerie's just like sleeping on rocks and stuff. So she's way more hardcore than I am. And I'm completely fine with saying that. My wife is amazing. She's a boss. She is awesome. She loves backpacking. So backpacking, just in case. Anybody, anybody gone backpacking? Yeah? For multiple days? For more than three days? Okay, wait. If you've been on mission trips, that's not fair because the whole thing is roughing it. This is like intense, right? So I brought in my stuff for you guys. This is like what I took. We were up in Washington. We went to the Olympic National Park. And we went on this ginormous loop trail. It was really long, and it's bear country. And uh, so you pack in all your food. You pack in all your stuff that you want. So if you pack in a bunch of stuff that's heavy, i.e. a big old giant thing of peanut butter, like I did, then you have to carry this thing of peanut butter. Feel how heavy that is. It's stupid. It's, I know, though, on the trail, it was, like, so good. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Yeah. And so there's bears out there. And so we had to carry this bear canister. It looks like a big giant water bottle. And it's stupid and heavy. And you have to hide it from the big bag bears. You put all your food in there because they will seriously just show up and eat you. If you have like chapstick in your pocket, like, like I do right now, they would smell that. And then they'll come into your tent and eat you. They'll be like, thanks for wrapping yourself up in a, in a sleeping bag burrito. Now I'm going to eat you. So um, that's, um, that's, that's uh, our tent, which is all rolled up right here on my pack. Um, me and Valerie packed a lot of food because we like to eat because you need food to survive. So food, water, we packed a lot of stuff, right? So my pack ended up weighing 52 pounds. Heavy. Valerie's was 32 pounds. Yeah, we have got hiking poles. We got a whole deal. Like you can tell that we're committed. 
This is, this is real. I mean, we really like this. I mean, I would say it's a sport. I mean, yeah. But here's the deal, guys. I love backpacking. It's amazing. But here's the deal with backpacking. It's so hard. It's really difficult. It's a challenge. I mean, going from, like, the parking lot to hitting a gnarly trail and having no idea what's coming at you. I mean, it's, let me tell you, it's very hard. So I've been on some hard hikes with Valerie, but when we went on this trail, we had no idea what to expect. Yeah, aw, everybody say aw. We had no idea what to expect on this trip, and it was supposed to be nice and sunny. It was supposed to be the summer up in Washington, but it, it was rainy, wet, freezing cold, super windy. It was a really, 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 really hard hike with all that weight on and everything like that. I don't have any of those photos. I'm sorry. Because um, we, like, literally quit taking photos. This is when we first started the trip, and it wasn't even that bad. That's, that lake's called Deer Lake. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's really cold. There were some deer. We saw some deer. But here's the deal. Backpacking is really hard. And God spoke to me a lot on the trail because I had many hours to just walk and just think. And I was talking to God the whole time. And God's talking to me. This is called prayer. I'm just talking to him. I'm just communicating with God. Yeah? So God started sharing to me and Valerie and was like, you need to do a message about this. You need to do multiple messages about this. So I was in the car on the drive back for five million hours in the car. I wrote multiple messages that I'm so excited to share with you guys. Yeah? So the title of my series that we're going to do for the next few weeks that I'm super pumped about is called... The mountains. Da, 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 some cool song that's not on. That's cool. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I had an idea. It's okay. Okay. So check it out. The title of the, of the message tonight under the series, The Mountains, is called Mountain Climber. I want all of you guys to be mountain climbers. Turn to your neighbor and say mountain climber. He didn't hear you. Mount Climber. Turn to your other neighbor and say, Mount Climber. I want to talk to you guys about mountain climbing. Yeah? You guys ready? So as I was talking about backpacking is really hard. And when you're on a trail, sometimes it gets really difficult. And sometimes when you're just chilling in base camp, you're chilling... Sometimes you're just chilling at base camp, you're in the car, and you're just preparing, getting ready, packing your pack, make sure, making sure you got all the stuff to defend yourself from the big evil bears and stuff like that. You're just preparing, right? And then you start hiking, you have no idea what's going to come on this trail, and then all of a sudden you look up and you see that thing, and you got to climb a mountain. And I started thinking about this. This works perfectly for what happens in our life. Sometimes in our life, we come up and we're just walking on a, on a trail. Sometimes we're just trekking along. You know, hiking's a lot like, hiking's a lot, <laughs> my God, so good. Um, hiking is a lot like life. You're just walking along and then all of a sudden you come up and you're like, oh man, that's going to be really hard. I have to climb that. And a mountain is like an obstacle. It's, it's something really difficult, a trial that comes up in your life. Something really challenging that's going to be challenging to do. Yeah? Mountains. Mountains are really hard. I mean, who's ever climbed a mountain before? Yeah? 
literally the trail that me and Valerie went on, you guys, was literally just a mountain loop. It just went up the entire way up to a mountain peak. It was really hard. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, mountains are really hard to climb. I don't want to, I definitely can't climb by myself. I can't climb all that by myself. Mountains get really difficult. And I looked it up in the Bible, and guess what? The Bible talks a lot about trials and tough things. Jesus, the Son of God, with, he is literally God with skin on, comes to the earth, he's living a perfect life, he has 12 awesome homies, his disciples, and he tells them, hey guys, he's talking about life, and he goes, life is going to be difficult. So here's the verse, it's out of James. James, sorry, John, it's out of John. Sorry, go back. John chapter 16, verse 33. This is what Jesus says. He says, I have told all of you, uh, wait, hold on. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. So Jesus is telling us right there, yo, life's going to be hard. Jesus lets us know. Life is going to be hard right there. He didn't candy code that, right? Did Jesus say, oh, it's going to be all sweet. It's going to be a cakewalk. No. He said it's going to be really hard. There's going to be many trials. There's going to be many things. But then he goes on to say, but take heart. But take heart. I feel like there should be an exclamation point, not a comma. Because what does what does take heart mean? It means to be encouraged. It means to have faith, to have hope, be bold, be confident, put your head up, encourage the person next to you, take heart. Why? Jesus says, because I have overcome the world. How many guys know that Jesus has overcome the world? He has destroyed sin. He beat Satan. He went to the cross. He died a sinner's death. He took all of the sin of all of humanity, and he paid for all of that. The entire time that Jesus was climbing his mountain, the most ultimate mountain of all time, he's being beaten, he's being spit on, he's being yelled at, and he did nothing to any of those people but love them. He went through all that enduring pain, he went through brutality. He went through all that while thinking about us. You guys believe that? And he tells us, yo, life's going to be really hard, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That's guaranteed. That's, a, that's so real. Cheer up, because our Father has overcome the world. This is great news. Somebody say amen. Amen. Jesus wants us to have comfort while we're hiking in life, yeah? And I was thinking a trail, when you're on a trail, a trail is a lot like a trial. All you got to do is change the word, change the letters a little bit, right? But you're like just hiking, you're on your, a trial, right? I'm talking like trials. Do you guys understand what I'm talking about? Trial and tribulation, difficult things, not good things, right? Like I'm talking about real stuff. This is, okay, let me clarify. This is what I'm not talking about when I talk about trials, when the Bible talks about trials and tribulations. Ready, Esteban? This is what I'm not talking about. I am not talking about there's no Wi-Fi. I'm not talking about that there are not enough Pokemon balls in the area that you are around, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about how you posted something and you didn't get enough likes or enough shares. And I'm not talking about how you're just so bummed out that you're waiting for the next Justin Bieber CD to drop. I'm not talking about waiting for the next Star Wars movie to come out. 
I'm not talking about how there's no milk for cereal. I'm not talking about how you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then you realize there's no jelly. I'm not talking about how you ate a bag of chips and your hands are so greasy that you can't even open the next bag of chips. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about having too many clothes. Not talking about that. I'm not talking about social media stuff, any of that. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about real things. Here's some real trials for you. You ready? Here's the, God, here's the area that God wants to help all of us in. Sickness, hurt, pain, loss of a friend, loss of a family member, family member losing their job. Divorce, heartbreak, no money, homelessness, going hungry, depression, addiction. The, the attack of the enemy. Temptations. God wants to help you guys in all those areas. God will never tempt. God does not tempt. That's not something he ever does. You will never be tempted by God. He does not tempt you. Yeah? on that? He wants to help you guys in every single one of these ways. In fact, he wants to prosper you through them. He wants to see you through them. He wants to walk that trail with you. He wants to walk the top of that mountain with you. Come on. This is real. This is the God we serve. And Jesus says, I know that it's going to be tough, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And then in James chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, James says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Doesn't that sound a little different? Consider it an opportunity for great joy? What is James talking about? For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. James is on to something. When tough things come your way, when trials come your way, when the trail gets really tough, when the mountain gets really steep, consider it an opportunity to grow. Consider it for great joy. I'm not talking about skipping, throwing lollipops, like super stoked. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that being ridiculous or anything like that. I'm just talking about cheer up. And there's a huge opportunity for growth. In order to grow, you have to go through something. You ever thought of that? If you never go through anything, how are you ever going to grow? You're just going to maintain your state. Cheer up. Put a smile on your face. Put your head up while you're hiking on your trail. God's overcome the world. Have a positive outlook and know that, the po that these things can produce amazing things in our life. Can change you for who you are. Tough times teach us perseverance. Anybody know what the definition of perseverance is? Perseverance? Perseverance. Steady, persistent in spite of difficulty. Literally, perseverance means I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep hiking. I'm going to keep going on this. I'm not going to accept this sickness. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I believe in God. He loves me. He's for me. He's already overcome the world. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to, I'm going to put another foot in front of the other one. I'm going to keep going. That's what perseverance looks like.
in spite of difficulty, even though the trail looks really hard, even though things look bleak, even though you have no hope, even though you have no money, even though things look really bad, I don't care how bad they get, God is right there for you. He's going to show you guys how to mountain climb. He's going to show you how to be mountain ears. Come on, all of you, every single one of you. And the day that I let God come into my life and change me, I said, God, come into my life. I cannot climb this mountain alone. I feel like I'm wandering. I feel like I'm lost. I don't have a map. I don't have a lantern. I don't have the right boots. I don't have the right socks. I don't have the right stuff. I don't have any of the right things, God. He says, it's okay. He goes, I love you. I've overcome the world. Give me your load. Give me, give me everything. Give me the weight. You guys know that? Jesus literally said, are you guys tired? Give me everything. Give it to me. I'll take it. Are you tired of life? Are you tired of religion? This is what Jesus said. These are his words. I'm sorry I don't have the verse up there, but literally this is what he said. Are you tired? Are you burned out? Jesus knew, knows these things. He knows us. He created us. He knows what the world is going to try and do. He knows the schemes of the enemy. So he shows us how to hike the trail. He shows us how to persevere. He shows us how to grow from those things to have a, and to be positive the whole time. Jesus knows that the trail is not going to be easy. So instead of just letting us wander, he's such a good, good father. He's such a good, good partner to hike with. When endurance is fully developed, when your perseverance and endurance gets fully developed, look at this. You will be perfect and complete. How many of you guys know that's what God wants to do to us? He wants to make us perfect and whole and complete. He wants to show you how to live an abundant life. All of God's plans for you are to prosper you, to excel you, to move you forward. <laughs> What's the next verse? They're all just so good. I'm sorry. God wants to make us mature and complete. Jesus is the best mountain climber. I wrote that down in big words. Jesus is the best mountain climber. He climbed the ultimate trail. He hiked with so much stuff. Jesus literally hiked the trail with the weight of the world on him. And then it got nailed to the cross and he died for that. Here's, here's a couple of verses for you before we split out into groups real quick. Here's a couple of verses for you. Isaiah 41, verse 13. God says this to the prophet Isaiah. He says, tell people this. For I hold you by your right hand. <laughs> I, the Lord, your God. And I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Somebody needs to be encouraged by that. Yeah? We serve a God, you guys, who holds our right hand. He's right next to us. If you think you're alone, you are not alone in your trial or your problem or your issue or the darkness or whatever is going on in your life. You are not alone. You have a God who loves you so much. He's got his arms wide open for you. He wants to hold your hand through the trail. Come on. We need our hands held through life. It gets really difficult. We can't do this by ourselves. It gets so hard, you guys. Let's do the next one. These are so encouraging. Don't be afraid. I'm with you. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. 
And God is faithful. He's so faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than what you can stand. That's nice. Thanks, Lord. Thanks, God. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. I think this photo is perfect for it. Because if I was in that, if I was in that photo, I would feel really lost. I would feel really scared. But guess what? God's going to show me a way out to endure it. But it's through him. It's not, it's not my ways. It's not, it's not what Kingsley wants. It's not the way that somebody else wants. It's we have to freely choose him. He doesn't want to force us. God will never force you. God does not force. He just wants us to freely go to him. And he's going to show us how to, he's going to, show us how to help and get us out and endure us and prosper us. And we have to do Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. We have to do that. We should apply this every day of our life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. You're trekking along in life, and things are getting really difficult. Things seem bleak. They seem weak, and you're like, I don't, I don't think I can make this. Ooh, there's a gap there. Oh, man, there's sickness. Oh, man, somebody lost their job. Oh, my family member is sick. Oh, somebody ran away. Like, whatever it is, you can't lean on your own understanding because we're just going to fault. We're going to fail. We can't do it by ourselves. We can't save ourselves. That's why we needed a Savior to step into time and come save us, and that's what we got. We got more than that. We got the greatest deal of all time. His name is Jesus Christ, and he loves you. He's the Son of God. He loves you. He loves you right now, where you are. Turn to your neighbor and say, God loves you. He loves you right now, where you guys are. He doesn't care whether you're all put together. He doesn't care whether you have the best clothes. He doesn't care whether you have the most Instagram followers. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. He doesn't care about, he just cares about our heart. He cares about our life. He wants to prosper us. He doesn't want us to fail on, this, on the trail of life. He wants to prosper us, you guys. This is encouraging. I hope you guys are encouraged by this. Here's my last verse for you. Philippians 4.13. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, I pray this over all you guys that you guys will know this. This verse is real. It's popular for a reason, and it's real. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. If you allow God to strengthen you, if you allow that, then you can do all things. It doesn't just say some things. This entire Bible is absolute truth. It wouldn't just say all things and not mean it. Every single word in the Bible was purpose. It was for a reason. It's real. It was supposed to be in there. It's meant for us. It's life-giving. That's life-giving right there. You can do all things through strength. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I hope somebody's encouraged by that tonight. Hope you guys are feeling good about, why, about hiking the trail. God wants to show us how to be successful mountain climbers. You guys know that? Yeah? Christ wants us to not only be successful mountain climbers, but he wants us to show, he wants to show us how he does it. He wants us to go hike with him. He wants us to go climb the mountain and trek the mountain like he does. He wants us to look like him. He wants us to put on his same shoes. He wants us to put on the same clothing, the same armor. He wants us to 
He wants us to start looking like him. He's a, he's a father. Fathers, when they have kids, they freak out if their kids look like them. We just went and saw <laughs> baby Kingston Lee. He's a good, um, his, his parents are uh, members in the church, and they just had a baby, Brooke and Lee, and they named him Kingston Lee. He's a beautiful little, amazing mocha baby. He's so awesome. <laughs> He's a beautiful little baby. And you, oh my gosh, you guys, like the joy in their face that their baby looks a little bit like Lee and a little bit like Brooke, or he has hands like Lee. Like Lee is so stoked. He's like crying because his, his little, his baby's hands like look like him or just maybe a little sliver look like his. That's exactly how God feels about us. God is up there in heaven. He's right there. He's up in heaven and he's telling me, hey, check it out. Look at, look at, look at, look at, he looks just like, look at, he's starting to look like me. Oh, look at, look at, he's got like a thing. Oh, he, he went to church. Oh, he went to youth group. Oh, oh my gosh, he looks just like me. The Bible says that God is obsessed with us. He loves us. Do you guys know that God watches us when we sleep? Don't get weird. Don't get weird. It's actually comforting if you think about it. God knows even the hairs on our head. Explosion. That's how much God loves us. To know this information and to just walk through life without knowing this? My gosh, if I saw, I mean, come on, when I, when I found God on my trail... When somebody took me to youth group and I got to hear about Jesus for the first time and I found out about him, my life was changed from there on out. Changed when I let God come into my life. And I want to encourage you guys. I want, I want to encourage you guys. I hope, I hope something hit with you guys tonight. And we're going to talk for a few minutes in small groups. We're going to do girls over there and guys in here. But I want to pray real quick before we head out and do that. Because I feel like this is, what, this is what God told me to do. This is what Holy Spirit is leading me to do. You guys got to, I, I pray that you guys are encouraged by this. I pray that you guys realize the truth in this and that something was happening that God was tugging on your heart tonight. So I want to pray this because I want to give you guys, I want to give you guys an opportunity for the greatest decision you can ever make in your entire life. The greatest decision you can ever make in your entire life is to follow Christ, is to open your heart and allow him to fill you. I want to give that an opportunity. So I'm going to pray we're going to pray, that all of us, we're going to pray this together as a group. I'm going to pray for two people. The first, first, the first people that I'm praying this prayer for is for people who have never prayed to God before, who have never accepted God in their heart before and want to do that tonight. And the second, second person I'm praying for is people who have strayed away from God. Maybe you, you gave your heart to God a couple years ago or something like that, and you just haven't, haven't seeked him at all. You haven't prayed to him. You haven't talked to him. You Whatever it is, you haven't read the Bible, you haven't, you've just been away from him, or you're going through something so tough, and you just need to be realigned. It just feels so good to come back to him, go back into his arms. So I want to pray that for two people. So we're going to say this together as a group, with every eye closed and every head bowed. We're going to pray together. You'll never be the same, I promise you. Let's pray this. Let's say this audibly. There's something about audible makes it seem like it's real, right? When you, you speak and you use your, use your mouth instead of just being silent, being quiet. Let's speak this audibly, yeah? Repeat after me. You guys ready? Jesus, I love you. God, I've tried to hike alone, but God, it's too hard. God, I've failed. 
God, I ask you to fill me up. Come into my life, God. And change me, God. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for me. I receive this, God, and I repent of my sins. I love you, God. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.